I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome to Scan Squad. I'm Patty Teal here with Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson and our partner from Monisto Bank and Trust. Vicki, I'll let you do the honors. Thank you, Patty. So we're welcoming today Sean Dyer, Senior Fraud Specialist from Montecito Bank and Trust. I understand she has some very timely information for us. This is about holiday season frauds. As we know, the scammers are out there just waiting for the holiday season because there's lots of opportunity to trick us into parting with our money. So welcome, Sean, and what have you got for us? Well, thanks for having me back. It's always fun to chat with you gals about what's going on fraud-wise. So what I'm going to cover are just some basic things that come up every year around this time with people traveling, holidays. Everybody's busy. Their minds are on many different things. And so we're not always thinking, pause, think before we act. It's all much, much quicker hustle bustle. First, I'm going to start out with something. I was just on a trip to Portugal, and this is a great example. Our bank offers a program with your debit cards that you can kind of lock them down on your own. You don't need to call in. You can do it on your own. I always have mine set to block all international transactions, all online purchases, those kinds of things. And there I was in an airport in Madrid and trying to take my euros out and it wouldn't work. And I realized I'd locked my card down myself. So I was able to, on my online banking app, go in there and unlock it and perform my transaction. Point being, though, if your bank has that ability, more closely monitor or set limits on your own card, if ever there were a time to do it, this is the time of year because you can have better control where it can send you an email or, or a notification saying, oh, someone just tried a transaction for 500. You, you said you wanted to watch everything over 500 or so on. So I would encourage people that if they have a service like that through online banking with their bank, whether it's a debit card or a credit card, beef up those things right now. Today's Cyber Monday everybody's online starting their transactions. And we're all super quick to hit the keyboard and click on that link. Click on that link for that discount. Stop. Think, are you on a valid website or are you just clicking on an email that you received because you saw 60% off for Cyber Monday? Like the fraudsters are just jumping right now because they know people are not taking their time and thoughtfully paying attention to the web addresses and so forth. So think before you click the link, is it a valid merchant? Is it a valid website? And if you're not sure, don't go through that link. Go out on your own to the website because it'll be there somewhere under Cyber Monday. I can guarantee it. That's interesting. I didn't Um, realize they call this Cyber Monday. Well, yep. it makes sense. Right after Thanksgiving, right? And now we're all yep. about the holiday. And it's Travel Tuesday, I hear, Vicki. Travel really? Tuesday. That's what they've been saying online and on television. I didn't know that. So good this travel deals nice tomorrow. Time. This is really what we're talking about here is fishing, where the fraudsters yeah. throw out a mm-hmm. lot of tempting lines for us. Yes. Dis- 
discounts and low prices and all of this and difficult to find products. And they're offering these products up. And as you say, all we have to do is click on the link. So now that we're into panic shopping mode, we're just wanting to take Mm -hmm. the easy way out and click on that link and get that product, particularly if we can get it at a discount. And we have to just take the time to be careful. And as you say, make sure the web address is a legitimate address. Make sure the company is a legitimate company, much safer to go through companies that you've done business with before or that you know are legitimate. So that's a really good tip for us to have to just stop and think and don't do panic buying. Exactly. But if you're out in person, actually walking through a store (laughs) and shopping that way, make sure you've got your purse or your wallet, whatever it is, close to you in the front of you. Don't have a backpack on. Don't have your purse sling over the shoulder. Don't leave it in the cart when you're in Costco or the grocery store. Again, the fraudsters are just waiting to rip you off. It's not so much about just getting whatever credit cards. They're getting your ID, most likely, if they've got your purse, if they've got your wallet, they've got your ID. And that's all they need to create a new profile. And now you're a victim of identity theft, the worst thing of all. So just keep it close to you. Always have your eye on it or your hand on your wallet. Don't take extra things in your car. Don't leave your wallet sitting in the car seat smash and grab in the car lots because everybody's shopping. So we've had a couple of incidents of that in Santa Barbara. This was a few years ago. There was a gentleman that was actually coming out of, I think he was going in for a doctor's appointment and was coming back out, but same idea. And he was walking over to his car and he was approached by a gentleman who said, you know, I'm so sorry to bother you, but I dropped my wallet or my car keys, I think it was, and they fell under your car and I can't reach them. And I'm wondering if you can take a look and then back out carefully so you don't run over my keys, but I just can't reach them right now. So of course, this guy said, oh, sure. And he bent down like this to take a look and, you know, oh yeah, there was something there. So now he knew to be careful backing up. And so he was very careful and the fellow thanked him and he got home and reached in his back pocket where a lot of men keep their wallets to pull it out and put it on the dresser. Guess what? It wasn't there. And the same thing, the same kind of ploy has happened to women who tend to get in the car, put their purse on the seat next to them, and then they have the same approach made to them. Hey, I dropped something. It's under your car. Could you come and take a look at it just so you won't run over it and I can't reach it right from here? And of course, the minute she gets out to take a look under the car, somebody jumps in and grabs the purse from the passenger seat. So we really do have to be careful if anybody approaches you in a parking lot, be very careful because not only are the fraudsters in the stores searching for us and watching for an unguarded moment, they're also in the parking lots. And the last thing kind of tying in with this is, you know, monitor your accounts. If you don't have online banking, maybe just go in or call and check on your balance or something. If you have online banking, go in at least every other day during this time when hackers, anything can be going on and not just your checking account, go log into your credit card, make sure there are all the charges are valid. 
before it gets away from you. Because again, we get in the holiday season. Okay, I'll take care of that after I've got it, you know, and then you're in January before you realize you may have a real problem on your hands. Yeah, that's good advice to really keep track of what's going on in your various accounts because you may not know that somebody has hacked into your account and is helping themselves. So Mm -hmm. very good advice. It's a shame we have to be so careful and cautious during this holiday season when we'd all like to be joyful and merry. (laughs) (laughs) So true. I had a frightening moment today. I left my wallet on the car seat and I'd gone in somewhere and I went for my wallet and I was like, oh my gosh, it's gone. Did I leave it at the post office? And it was, it's just the worst feeling. And then I realized to remind myself again, have a copy of the phone number of all your credit cards and the numbers. So if you do need to cancel them in a hurry, you can. Patty, that's very good tip. And I don't have those numbers down. But when I'm thinking about it, the easy way to do it rather than get out and copy each card is just to lay them all out and take a picture of them. Right. One at a time and take a photograph of them. So you've got the numbers right there. And it's a very easy way to do it. And I should do that. We all should do that. Uh, not just for the holiday season, but for any emergency that could come up where we need to get hold of our credit card company. Because I've had that situation where I've lost my credit card somewhere and I can't find it. And I call the credit card company and they say, well, what's the number on your card? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) If I knew that. Yeah, exactly. And it's not on my statement because on the credit card statement, they only give you the last four digits. Oh, dear. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you're in a little bit of a bind and then you have to go through and give them your social security number and all of that. So it's much easier if you take a picture of the credit card number and the number that you call in order to report a missing or stolen card. Because that can be panic time too when you're wondering, oh my God, where did I put that and what's mm-hmm. going on with the card? Right. All right. Well, good advice. Good things to keep reminding ourselves of during this holiday season. Sure is. Thank you so much, Sean. Great, great advice. Do you want to say for our good news, Sean? I would love to hear some good news. <laughs> okay, we all need some right. good news. And this actually has to do with uh, something that banks are doing. So I don't know if your bank is doing it or not, but this has to do with Bitcoin ATMs. Now, your bank may not have a Bitcoin ATM because as we know, scammers more and more are using Bitcoin as a way to collect money from unsuspecting victims. And we're talking about everything from romance scams to grandparent scams. Victims are directed to go to Bitcoin kiosks and deposit their funds to Bitcoin accounts. And of course, once the money is gone, it's very difficult to get it back. Although more good news, you can sometimes get it back. It can sometimes be clawed back if you act quickly enough. But the Federal Trade Commission has reported that since 2021, more than 46,000 people reported losing more than $1 billion billion to crypto scams. 46,000 people, $1 billion. So starting in January, California is going to limit cryptocurrency ATM transactions to $1,000 per day per person. And right now there are some Bitcoin machines that advertise limits up to $50,000. So perfect for scammers. And one of the reasons that scammers use Bitcoin machines is that they accept large amounts of cash, but not anymore, not in California. 
And limiting the amount of money that you can deposit in one day will give victims time to think before they make another payment and hopefully talk to somebody, have some question marks raise up in their minds. Oh, I wonder if I'm being scammed before they deposit the next thousand dollars the next day. They can pause and think and hopefully realize that they've been scammed. And the new law also bars ATM operators from collecting fees higher than $5 or 15% of the transaction, whichever is greater. That's starting in 2025. So operators, ATM operators can only collect $5 or 15% of the transaction, whichever is higher. Sometimes the fees are a lot higher than that. And speaking of Bitcoin, one other warning, and I've talked about this before, but it's good to repeat it. According to the FBI, there's an increase in companies that are falsely claiming an ability to recover funds that are lost to cryptocurrency scams. So you have to really be careful if you have lost money to a cryptocurrency scam, whether it's investment scam or some other kind of scam, you have to be very careful if you are then contacted by somebody who claims that they can get the money back for you. That is another scammer piling on to the scammer that's already gotten your money in the first place. So be very, very, very careful of somebody saying, oh, I can get that money back for you. And even if you see an ad in the newspaper or anywhere else, somewhere online, from a company claiming that they can get your money back. Be very careful, vet the company, do your due diligence, and be quite suspicious. So with that cheerful news. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was good news, Vicki. And we both appreciate uh-huh. it. And I hopefully our listeners do too. So Vicki, before we go, would you share the fraud hotline number? And it could be you've been scammed or you want to warn someone else about a near scam or just want to talk to Vicki and get her advice. What's that number? Area code 805-568-2442. And again, 805-568-2442. And I will leave you with this. I want everybody to be merry during the holiday season, but also be wary. (laughs) That's very good. (laughs) Well, thank you, Sean. And thanks to everyone at Montecito Bank and Trust. And as always, thank you, Vicki, for all the great advice. Thanks, Patty. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.